1: And most importantly, the survivor
0: understands what it takes to leverage their great neuroplastic brain for recovery. This podcast began with both Pete and I, two kindred souls with a passion for moving the recovery process forward. If you've started listening more recently, say since the beginning of 2022, you likely noticed that Pete is absent from conversations. This is because he had a rather unexpected and abrupt departure from this earthly plane. Pete's voice remains in the intro in reverence to and respect for his part of our joint vision for this project. Simply put, it wouldn't be where it is today, nor have a future without him. Now, on to another great conversation. Are you ready to get started? Let's do it. Do you have water nearby?
1: Do I need some?
0: Excellent. Well, whatever's in that mug that you have there.
1: I don't have to disclose that, do I?
0: Not at all. So, should we get started telling folks what's going on? Let's do it. Hi. Hi, Doro. (laughs) Hi, Deb. Here we are on a... Probably a hot day where you are and a day that forgot it's summer here where I am. Many people are probably happy about that, but I'm not. But anyhow, here we are. Here we are. In our new adventure. I was just going to say that. Mm -hmm. Adventure. It's our new adventure. I think we should uh, update people. Let everybody know in noggins and neurons land. What we're up to, what's going to happen, what is happening? Absolutely. Do you want to share the news? No, I think you should share the news. (laughs) Okay. Well, recall when Pete wasn't feeling well and we had our one last meeting. I asked him what he wanted to happen with the podcast and Emphatically, he said that he wanted it to continue on, and his next words were, maybe Doro, pinch hitter. So Pete was an athlete. Apparently, he loved baseball and uh, used a baseball analogy and suggested that you join me on the podcast. No pressure. No pressure at all. Nope. And I feel like it's the Pete trickle-down pressure, though, Doro. Because I felt that, too, when he asked if I wanted to do a podcast. Oh, no pressure. <laughs> Can't say no, but how do I say yes?
1: Exactly. Yep. Yeah. But I did say yes, and I'm excited to be here with you. And I think we'll have tons of fun. And I hope it'll be um a good podcast for... Both clinicians and brain injury survivors with lots of valuable information. Mm -hmm. And their uh, care
0: partners.
1: And the care partners, yeah, that they can take and
0: apply and learn more. And students. Let's not forget the students. I think we have a lot of student listeners. Absolutely. Yeah. I feel like
1: we're all students. Oh. Forever? Forever. That's Mm -hmm. kind of my take in life. I feel like I'm in the field of neuro. I've been in the field of neuro for 11 or 12 years now. I can't remember. But I feel like I'm still a grasshopper.
0: Oh, that makes me think of that. What's that kid's movie?
1: A Bug's Life. I still feel like I'm Mm -hmm. so fresh and I have so much to learn and I still get so excited about new discoveries and uh, new snippets of knowledge that I can soak up. So I feel like we're all just students, lifelong learners.
0: Mm -hmm. I agree. The cool thing for me, this is how I look at it. The more experience we have in an area. So for you and me, it's occupational therapy practice. And for survivors and care partners, it's, it's their journey. So all of us, were are on this journey together. And the more we learn and integrate within ourselves, the more meaningful the next learning piece becomes, like the more it makes sense. And I, I love when the dots actually connect and it helps me to know what to do or a different way of thinking about something. And then when I get to talk about it with people who get it, like it just becomes part, so much right? more fun. Yeah,
1: I know. That's when yeah. we get
0: giddy. It is. I actually was referred to as a neuro nerd last week. Oh, I, I love it. No. Yes. Yes. It's the best.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. I've been referred to as neuro nerd and unicorn.
0: Oh, yeah. You are definitely. And a unicorn. unicorn.
1: I had no idea. I was like, oh, that's what my daughter has on her backpack. It's pink and kitschy and oh, my gosh. Until I figured out it's a mystical creature. And they're so unique. And they're so unique. Yeah. It's like, all right, I'll go with it. (laughs) So I feel like you're a unicorn as well.
0: Oh, thank you. I love being a unicorn. Not a mermaid because the water I like I like to be by the water, but not necessarily in it. In the water. Yeah. I mean, my feet can go in, my body can go in. Just I don't like my head under the water. But anyhow, I'm thinking that we should revisit how you and I know each other and talk a little bit about your practice so people know who you are, why you're here, beyond just Pete's suggestion. (laughs) Sounds like a plan. Yeah. So we've known each other for what, about a year now? About a year, yes, and it was, we met on
1: a Zoom call,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: in which Lynette and I explained a piece of equipment to Pete, and you happened to be on the podcast as well, and, not podcast, the call. Yeah. And from the first moment, it just clicked. And it turned into a one hour long fun phone
0: conversation or zoom call. Something Um, like that. I remember (laughs) feeling so energized after I got off that call. And then Pete and I were texting each other. And then we did another zoom call after that, because we were just so excited about having you on which, you know, we established that somewhere in the middle of the call that you should be on the podcast. Yes, I remember that.
1: Yeah, Yeah. it was just Super awesome energy.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's really something to be said about that energy where you connect. And I felt like I i hardly knew Pete at the time, but I felt like I knew him really well. And then I felt like I knew you and Lynette. And we were so comfortable when you did join us on the podcast. And we had so much to talk about. We had to make it into two episodes. Yeah, that's, um. Mm-hmm. we can't shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Well, wow. it's hard to stop talking about something you love. It is. It is.
1: You know, I get excited about neuro stuff. So mm-hmm.
0: so yeah. you're in the Orlando, Florida area.
1: I'm in Orlando, Florida. I have an outpatient neuro clinic, a small clinic. Um, I started five and a half years ago after about five years in traditional outpatient neuro rehab. And when I realized there's a need for clients to be seen beyond the usual scope, um, beyond expiration of uh, insurance benefits once they reach the plateau and were discharged, that's when I decided I need to provide services to those folks and started the Neurohub. And... um, We started seeing clients on a regular basis, a couple times a week initially. And then we really got into constraint induced movement therapy with intensive programs and we customized intensive programs for clients. So we use all kinds of different techniques and technologies, um, figure out whatever fits a client the best. And then we come up
0: with a custom plan and hit it hard. I love that because there there are a number of options that work. And if people are interested in hearing about those, they can listen to some earlier episodes of the podcast. Pete and I banged them out, a lot of them. And we talked a lot about the evidence and you know what works, what doesn't work. And I know one of the things that I've learned so far from doing this podcast. I've learned a lot of things, but I've learned that when we're looking at the research and the evidence, we have to look at the question that's being asked. And, you know, sometimes we look at these results, and especially in neurological recovery, it seems, it can seem like people aren't making a lot of progress, but they are making progress because the the shifts and the changes they 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 can be small at times yes. but we know that they're bigger in the brain and that's the cool thing about what you do is you take these different interventions that have supporting evidence behind them and you think about what you know about those and then you what you learn about your clients and you work with them to figure out what is a plan or a program that's going to work best for them so that they can have some success on their recovery journey.
1: Absolutely. And we try to really make the program fit the client versus having a one size fits all. And it's a lot of trial and error. We tell our clients in the beginning, we're going to try something and trying means it might not work. And every client is usually okay with it. And it takes us a few days to get to know the client and what really works for them. During an evaluation, you might have certain outcomes that hint in one direction, but then once you get to know the person better and work with them, it's a totally different direction.
0: And then it's okay to change it. I love that because it's like you get to be real with each other. And I know sometimes in the inpatient rehab setting or in an outpatient setting, As clinicians, it can be so easy to become focused on, well, I've got this many visits. I got to hurry up and and get this much in. That's not how recovery works. That's not how our bodies work. It's not how our brains work. And it, it almost prevents us from building that connection, that rapport with people that as clinicians we do love. And as survivors and care partners, they need the trusted team. And so you have created this opportunity for you to really use your skills and knowledge in the way that you know how to serve people who really need help beyond this limited um, insurance window where, where recovery is paid for, or recovery interventions or therapy is paid for. So yes, mm-hmm. yeah. I think it's so cool. And I can't wait to hear more as we talk about things that you've got going through our podcast. You can learn more about Doro's occupational therapy practice and the services they provide at theneurohub.com. Yes. We've got some guests scheduled, people that you know, connections that you know. And I'm curious and excited to talk to them. I wonder what you think about us releasing this quickly. I want to I want to edit this and get it out soon, just so people know what we're doing. And then I will still have some episodes where I've interviewed people without you. But just so people know that we are working, we've been working together to plan this and figure out um, what we can do together for some months now. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: absolutely. I think it's a great idea. Okay. Let's get it out.
0: Let's get the word out. Let's get the word out. Let's Mm -hmm. share the news. Yeah. So along with that, before I completely shift, I just wanted to um, provide a little update on what I've been doing on my end with the creative concepts business. I over the winter into the spring, I hosted a continuing education study group because I live in New York and that is one way that we can get continuing education units that are acceptable by the state. I know it's a little different in your state, which by the way, I am licensed to practice in. Just saying, it feels pretty good. Mm -hmm. And It was such a cool experience. We ended up, we wanted to learn more about constraint-induced movement therapy. And it was so much fun. And of course, when brilliant people get together, they wanna do more than just go through research articles and talk about them. Somebody in the group said, can we make a program out of this? And so we did, we ended up making a program. And it was just incredible to see the way different professionals come together. And we're going to do a podcast episode on that experience, because I think there's so much more we can do as clinicians to uplevel our practice and learn beyond going to a class and having somebody teach us.
1: Yes. And I love that you enjoy working with other like-minded individuals. I think it's so important in this profession. And I know there's a lot of people that are very um, protective of their turf. Um, but I think it only it helps us grow. It makes us better clinicians mm-hmm. in the long run to just open up and, you know, share our thoughts and knowledge and ideas and all come together. I mean, all, we, we, at the end of the day, we all want the same. We want to help clients in their recovery journey. And I think it's so important to just share that with others. So I love what you
0: do and what you've been doing yeah the turf protectors i used to be a turf protector i didn't understand that i didn't really understand what collaboration is and like i i knew that i liked it and i did it a lot but i also felt very protective of our profession and my credentials and then one day i don't think it was just one day i think it's over time i think being in in the education setting And teaching has helped me a lot and learning. So there's that book by Carol Dweck, the mindset book that where she talks about fixed versus growth mindset. I've never read the book. I really should. Um, And I think when we're more fixed and protective of our turf, it's because we don't have a lot of confidence in ourselves. We feel a little insecure and we don't know that that's where it's coming from. We think other people are trying to trample all over us. But the more confident you become in yourself through learning and just being inquisitive, the more safe you feel to expand your silo and actually connect your silo with others until eventually you see it's, it is what you're saying. All one, we all have the same desired outcome and we do so much more when we help each other. There's enough for everybody.
1: There is. I agree. Mm -hmm.
0: And Pete was always all about that. And I love that. And, you know, sometimes I have to remind myself that he was a PT assistant. He was not an occupational therapist because he thought a lot like an OT, which maybe we all do kind of think alike.
1: Yeah. I mean,
0: it's always the same end goal. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. So I love hanging out with other professionals and I also love teaching. So I I just updated the mirror therapy presentation that I made and it got me all excited about the brain again. It got me all excited about what Dr. Teasel from the EBRSR talked to Pete and I about with the the brain primers and using interventions that work and supporting people in being, being more confident in using those on their own time so that they can maximize their recovery. So yeah, so that's what I've been up to.
1: That sounds super fun.
0: Oh, it, it is. The mirror therapy presentation is recorded and it's ready to be viewed. You can learn all about it and other practitioner supports that I've made as well at creativeconceptsot.com. Um. And then I wanted to go somewhere. Oh, yeah. I wanted to talk about our plans. Like, what is our vision? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Drum roll. Oh, and folks, that is not even one of those fancy podcasting systems. That was just, that was Doro.
1: That was like, yeah, what do you call it? Not beatboxing. That was... (laughs)
0: I don't know. That's kind of on the same lines as air guitar, only it actually came out of your mouth.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) See, now I'm thinking of that term. What is it called? Whatever. We're going to just call it a a sound effect by Doro. (laughs) Yes. I do make a lot of sound effect noises. That's excellent. Yeah. That's excellent. Yeah. All right. Will you go ahead and share the news?
0: Okay. Ideas, the plans. How far do you want me to go? Do you want me to go immediate, six months, one year? Mm. Oh, you just let it flow. Let it flow? All right. Let
1: it flow as much as you want.
0: Yeah. I want to qualify this by saying that this is carrying on Pete's vision as well. Pete and I talked a lot about how to move the podcast forward and how to keep the podcast in integrity. And I just, that's why we don't have sponsors at this point, because we don't want to have to answer to anybody who pays to run an ad on our podcast to make them happy. Because then we put ourselves at risk for getting away from the evidence and our values and beliefs around being integrity, being in integrity. I think I made that two words one word. So with that being said, we have a vision for within the next couple of months, and that is to create a podcast membership. Super excited about this. Now I'm not even looking at my notes. So we want this to be a membership where we provide added value in the membership community. We want to facilitate a sense of community because, you know, communities where people feel safe to try new things. And I just want to say, I did receive an email from a listener this weekend telling me that listening to the podcast is changing the way they, they're rethinking their OT practice. So the way they deliver services. So I think it's happening.
1: Which is, yes, that's such a big one.
0: That is a big one. So we're going to start by having a monthly fee. It will be very affordable for everybody who wants a little bit more. They will be able to get content that we don't release to the public. And they'll get a little one-on-one time or one-to-many time with you and me where we can talk about whatever works for people be. and yeah. struggles they have uh wins that they want to celebrate all kinds of good stuff in the uh acquired brain injury recovery world I'm excited I'm excited too and then our next vision dun, 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 dun. oh This actually gives me a little squeeze in my belly because I feel like i got to step into a little bit more. (laughs) Is it a good squeeze or a bad squeeze? It's just that thing that lets me know that I'm stepping out of my comfort zone. It's a good squeeze. Yeah, that's a good
1: squeeze. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, success is just one step outside of your comfort zone. So it's good.
0: Have you been listening to any audiobooks telling you that or you just know this? I don't know. Um, That's just
1: something I picked up somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) Well, as long as the stomach squeeze doesn't squeeze out your breakfast, we're good. No, no,
0: it's not that bad. Got it. Yeah. So I am becoming an AOTA approved continuing education provider. So I'm just throwing (laughs) that out there, AOTA, just, you know, letting you know that I plan on becoming that Mm mm-hmm the process is well underway and you and I are going to offer some continuing edge oh my god I'm losing my voice right now it's that squeeze in the stomach yeah it's going the other way (laughs) um yeah so you and I are going to partner to offer some continuing education beyond just a class so I'm going to say it's going to be highly interactive excellent learning, fun, and taking clinical knowledge to the clinical application level. Mm -hmm. And then following that, we're going to offer a little bit more. So that is not fully planned out yet. But it's in the works. It is in the works. And we know yeah. we know that people need mentorship. It's it's all over Facebook groups, many different groups. We it's I know people here locally who are offering mentorship because things have changed with OT and OTA education. And I know that you've seen some things recently in, in the clients that come to you on the clinical end that are letting you know that people need more help to deliver the kind of care that survivors need
1: yes for sure we need more in-depth neuro education out there Mm -hmm. beyond what's taught in schools I i feel like neuro is not an entrance level setting and it's really it's you see a lot of entrance practitioners in neuro i was one I started Neuro straight out of school, and I had no idea. Mm-hmm. I really didn't. I just tried to have my keep my head above water and go with the flow, but I really didn't know a whole lot. I just copied what I saw others doing um, mm. until I started to really understand Neuro and breathe it and immerse myself in it. And I feel like there's not enough people out there to pass on that knowledge, mm-hmm. um, to encourage new clinicians to try out other things, to look beyond uh, what they have learned in school. Um, yeah, and to just try it. Yeah, it's
0: the way of the world right now. Yeah, and we can. We have a choice. We can either complain about the way things are. And become more and more miserable. Or we can can do something about it. Yeah, Uh, absolutely.
1: And I like it. We're going to do something about it. Yeah.
0: I'm going to change the world. Super excited. I'm super excited. I have taken OT and OTA students, level two students, level one students over the years. And it is, I, I just, I love it as a clinician because it challenges me. Of course, I was afraid the first time because it was thrown on me oh guess what I was going to take the student but I don't have time so you do it I was brand new and I was like oh my god I've never taken a student before I don't know enough never mind the fact that I was a COTA for six years before I became an occupational therapist I did know but like (laughs) it's like oh my god they're gonna they're gonna expose everything I don't know and then people are gonna (laughs) think I'm a fraud and yeah that's all of us yeah and it's okay Yeah. It's okay to not know.
1: Mm -hmm. I feel like that's what what this community is going to be great because it's okay to not know. It's okay to mess up. That's how we all do it. We all learn from it and that's how we can grow together.
0: Yeah. And I love the learning together. So what you were saying about like-minded people before, there is just something so magical and bigger than like when you study you learn something you study you go home and think about it but when you start talking about it which is kind of like what the podcast does i think and then when people listen to the podcast it gets their brains going and then they talk to their colleagues or their care partners or their friends their you know whoever you are and you start that's how the learning and the integrating occurs yeah and the sparks are ignited And that
1: is the reason why I decided to be on the podcast with you, because you ignite my sparks in my brain. You just have this energy and creativity, determination and confidence. And of course, the years of experience that just make my brain giddy every time we chat. (laughs) I just get so excited and I get so energized. Every time we talk, and I think something really good's gonna come from it.
0: Mm-hmm. Thank you.
1: So nice.
0: That's- You're welcome. Oh my God, I gotta go now. I gotta go. <laughs> no. <laughs> Get the <sighs> tissues. Oh, you know, I can't. I love being an occupational therapist so much, and I've actually had a couple of people apologize to me for not loving OT the way I do. Like, it really. You don't have to. It's okay. <laughs> I get it. I never like so full full disclosure here. I went back to school when I was in my 30s. And I really I didn't know who I was. I didn't know what I wanted out of life. I really was lost. And when I found OT, mm, I found a passion. I found something that really resonates with me. And I think, you know, I might have been an OT before I went to school for it. I just didn't know. So yeah. Fun fact, but
1: fun fact, yeah. yeah, Her gift is
0: her gift is neuro and helping people. Yeah, I love it, and um, yeah, I feel pretty darn excited after talking to you too. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, all right. So we talked okay. about what you're do- what you're up to, what I'm up to, what you we're know? doing, exciting
1: things ahead. Yes, yeah,
0: yeah. Well, I am so excited af- just after talking about this and hope that you are as well. You can learn more about the podcast membership by going to nogginsandneurons.supercast.com. You'll learn more about membership, the founder Circle, and how to sign up. Be sure to spell out the word and. So that's nogginsandneurons.supercast.com. What else do we talk about? I put my notebook with my notes in it, in the drawer, mm-hmm. and got a different one out for this podcast. Okay. Um, hmm. Um, oh, yeah. What kind so of maybe we, we wrap this up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So kind of along this line of what you're saying, like, we inspire each other. And I think every person... No matter who you are, what, where you are, and what you're doing, you are inspiring other people. What you're inspiring and how you're doing it, you know, that is you being you. But you talk about books all the time. And then you had a Facebook post with an open book talking about the author. And I thought, you know, I love to read too. And so I thought we could wrap this up by talking about books that inspire yes. and share that with other people because I think it's important to to read. I just think reading is important whether you're reading the actual book or listening to or listening to it yeah yeah So what, what are, are you reading? reading? <laughs> well, <laughs> well that was creepy <laughs> I know <laughs> well actually, over the weekend, I did start a new book yesterday, but I read an entire book over the weekend, a fiction book, which I have not given myself the pleasure of in probably a year or more. And that book is Before You Are Ours. It is fiction based on fact. And uh, my friend's been telling me for years to read it and I finally read it. So that kind of that got me in more of a relaxation mode, but inspirationally, I am finishing up a book that you inspired me to get, and, and it's an audiobook. and it's The Subtle Art of Not Giving a By Mark Manson, yep. Yes. It is hilarious. It's so good, isn't it? It is. <laughs> it's so truthful hmm Yeah. It's you know what? What was your one takeaway from that book? Like your best takeaway. I know there's not just one takeaway. To embrace
1: failure. To be okay with fing up. Yeah. To not give a a f about fing up. <laughs> I'm gonna have to beep so Excuse many of I know l- I was gonna say, <laughs> please beep mm. all of that. Um yeah, but to embrace failure, to be okay with messing up, messing up just helps us to grow and to really focus on uh, or refocus on our true beliefs and values and to figure out um what really matters and stop worrying about the wrong things in life oh the, my god yeah i took away from it
0: yeah what was that panda that he talked oh. about Is it Disappointment Panda or something? I don't know. (laughs) So funny.
1: Was it it Disappointment?
0: (laughs) I forgot about the panda. Yes. Until yesterday he brought it up again. (laughs) That's definitely a book I would recommend to anybody to read. Mm -hmm. You know, I had a PT friend that I used to work with years ago, and she recommended a podcast, different podcast. This was before we started the podcast, but, um, it's the Jim Fortin podcast. I love him. He he talks about 100% accountability. And so I've been investigating what does that mean for me? And you can really, you can take it pretty deep. And Mark started talking about that in his book. And he talked about being honest, like just saying what's true for you. Yeah. And which is a hard uh, process sometimes. Oh, And he says is? that too.
1: It's, it's. For a lot of people, it's a challenge to allow yourself to mess up, to allow yourself to suck at certain things.
0: It's a challenge to say to another person, I really don't appreciate how you're showing up right now. Yeah. Uh, Not everybody, you know, it's not always said in nice ways like that. Yeah. But it really, so I've been, I've been applying it because I'm a believer in application. And it is... Giving me the confidence and the courage to sit with my own baggage, my own fears, and we all have them. I don't care what anybody says, and I don't care how confident someone appears, you know, they have stuff too. It's all about just being real and feeling it and knowing that we're we're okay. And when we do that, I think that's when we uh, bring our better selves to whatever it is we're doing. Yeah. Yeah. So that's my book, that you it's inspired a, me. That's
1: awesome! Yes, mm-hmm. I'm gonna read it again. I think.
0: Oh. You know, we Some could probably them. save ourselves a lot of money by re-listening to books that we buy or rereading books that we. Buy.
1: We'll just start a exchange a book exchange mm-hmm. program or something. <laughs> I know.
0: So, what are you currently reading?
1: I just started the Four Hour Work Week by Tim oh. Ferriss which is great. I'm not super far into it yet. But so far, I love it. It's all about lifestyle design. And instead of saving your money for retirement. um, He shifts the focus on living your life now enjoying life now while you
0: can because we never know what could happen tomorrow. No. And living. And, you know, when you talk about living, it makes me think about what is living, Mm -hmm. you know, is living, keeping myself wrapped in a little bubble wrap and being afraid to go out of the house? Or is it, you know, knowing that I'm safe and taking the trip to Florida, (laughs) saying yes to a podcast,
1: you know, yeah, going in See, the pool what, with your kids, what, you know. Yeah. yeah, what's the worst that can happen?
0: Well, let's ask Mark. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly exactly. Give it a try. Love that book. Yeah. That book really um, helped me with boundary setting. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. and even in Tim Ferriss's book, he says, "What's the worst thing that could happen? Exactly. What's the worst that could happen if you?" Go on a two-week vacation right now, and tell your boss that you need a timeout. Mm-hmm. What is the worst that could happen? Well, yeah.
0: you could get fired. Say you no, get,
1: you get yeah. fired. But that. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: But who knows what would happen to you while you're on that vacation? You know, I don't think enough of us give us give ourselves the space to play. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're too wrapped up sometimes. Yeah. I yeah, think. I you know, if I were listening to this podcast right now, and I will at some point listen to it, I would find a Tim Ferris YouTube video where he tells his story about when he was in college, because it's pretty powerful. I was just going to ask you if you know his backstory, what
1: all he did,
0: which mm-hmm. is inspiring. Well, I think Tim and I might be some kind of like brother sister combo because a lot of the things that he has come up with I've come up with without even knowing that he did oh. mm-hmm. yeah
1: <laughs> so, so you're a martial art champion
0: no no oh. more in like just the way we think about things <laughs> I've not done near as much as he has although we did talk about getting him on the podcast that would mm-hmm. be awesome so Tim if you're listening to this feel free to reach out, nogginsandneurons at gmail.com. Let us know that, you know, you're happy to be a guest here with us.
1: We would welcome you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know, speaking of guests on the podcast, in the show notes, I have a simple form that people can fill out if they would like to be a guest. We love when people reach out to us. We've had quite a few people reach out and say, hey, I'd love to be a guest on your show and we need to talk and see if we're a good fit. And so if anybody's listening and they think they would like to come on and join this kind of fun, yeah, fill out that form in the show notes. It's just on the Hodbean website. You'll see it if you scroll down far enough. Well, this is amazing.
1: I'm excited.
0: I'm excited too.
1: Do we have anything else to talk about? Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think.
0: What would be, what are you doing today? Like, are you doing something fun today? Or are you going to go change yes. a life today? No. No?
1: Okay. I mean, maybe. I, I haven't planned for it yet, but it could happen. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm still taking a day off today. Good for you. Yep. And i going to enjoy last days of summer with the kids and the family. Mm. And nice. just relax and do
0: something fun.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: with the family including the man without a head
1: yes yeah the headless man <laughs> <laughs> i, I did told see- him last night that's that's his name now
0: he thought it was <laughs> funny <laughs> well now just so people know we we met yesterday before <laughs> this official thing that we're doing here we were having some technical difficulties and uh the headless man came in the room. So this man was walking around. I never saw a face. I heard a voice. I saw a body. So now I refer to him as the head, the man without a head. Yes. Yeah. Who happens to be my husband. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Well, All right. I think this wraps everything up. Yes. I think we,
1: we touched base on everything. Gave a little bit of a update to everybody what we're about to
0: do. And I can't wait. I'm excited. I know. Me too. Me too. And there will be a membership sign up link in the show notes for this episode. So be sure to look for that. If you're interested in uh, becoming a part of our community, the Noggins and Neurons community.
1: Who wouldn't want to hang out with us?
0: right? Right. I I know. (laughs) The silliness is what I have been missing. I always, I, I brought a lot of silliness to the clinical settings that I was in. And I will, I will just throw this one last thing out there that when I first started being an occupational therapy practitioner, I could always tell where the therapy office was because the laughter resonated so loudly throughout the building
1: i love it (laughs) Uh i love it yeah that's that's yep that's exactly what we do
0: that's awesome yeah so i just have one last question are you feeling a little more settled now oh yeah i could go on for hours now i'm good to go i thought so okay
1: yeah well thanks it was just the first like three minutes
0: of hey i'm about to hit record are you ready oh my god i know i felt it this morning and Pete and I felt it we felt it a lot for which many is, episodes which is so we've...
1: funny because I've never felt unsettled or, or afraid or anxious mm. during podcasts mm. but today is the first one where I kind of had those butterflies in my stomach but I think it was good butterflies
0: yeah it's the caring I think it's when you care yeah yeah. thank you so much for listening to this episode we appreciate your support and would love to hear from you ask us questions and share your thoughts by email at nogginsandneurons at gmail.com that's noggins the word and spelled out neurons at gmail.com if you like what you heard please share this podcast with others you think will benefit. Also, be sure to subscribe and leave us a review. We'll catch you next time on Noggins and Neurons, Stroke and TBI Recovery Simplified.